Happy Friday. Welcome to Champagne Channeling. I am so excited to relax with you and enjoy loose, candid conversation with my featured guest. As another week has passed, I'd like to invite the energy of Freya, a Nordic goddess whose name means Friday. She represents fun and celebration. I deeply honor the medium and the human experience. As much as I surrender and serve spirit, I also choose to indulge and serve myself by enjoying the finer things in life, one of which is champagne accompanied by the perfect glass. So grab your favorite glass, fill it with a beautiful beverage that lights you up, sit back and enjoy. I am so happy you're here. Cheers to a beautiful spirit-led weekend. Hello, happy Friday, and welcome back to Champagne Channeling. Oh man, so this podcast is being recorded on the Pisces full moon on Wednesday, and my guest and I are in silk pajamas with ostrich feathers on the sleeves, sipping champagne, and I cannot wait to introduce her to you. You are going to fall in love with her, the vibration of her voice. She is a magical, magical being. We've been working together for over a year, and I think that you are going to find her story completely inspiring, and hopefully you are going to want to take her next upcoming class, which I will tell you more about in a second. But first of all, please Please help me welcome Allison Reeves. Hello, Allison. Welcome. Hello. Thank you so much, Jenny, for having me. I'm so excited. I have been wanting to have you on. I For months, we've talked about it. And I do think that spirit truly brought us together on this full moon for beautiful reason. So first off, um, why don't you tell everybody how we met? We met in Belize. We met on a women's retreat in Belize. And I just remember thinking you were beautiful and I was a little intimidated. But when I met you, when I met you in Belize and I followed you on Instagram, I was like, someday I'm going to have, I'm going to have a reading. Like when I know what my question is, I'm going to like work with her someday. And that was over a year ago. Yeah. April, 2022. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for that compliment. I, you know, as, as now we've worked together, we've realized that we have a lot in common. And so when I saw you, I actually, which with the work I do, I do see this. Um, I just saw so clearly some of your suffering and some of your wounds and some of the things that were clearly blind spots and blocks for you. And I felt like a very intense, divine, creative, feminine energy in you. And with the work you do, I think that that was the biggest thing is like, you are so intelligent and you've made like extremely profitable moves um, under the masculine paradigm. And so just real quick, tell people what you do in a nutshell and sort of like what you were doing and how you slightly moved away from that after this past year together. Yeah, I, it's been, I feel like it's been such such a journey, but I started blogging in 2011 and I was blogging to share about music and art and the job I had at the time, I was an executive assistant at a college and they promoted me 
to website administrator because I made myself my own blog. I was really unqualified for the position, but I really thrived in it. And that kind of propelled my career and my personal interest in just marketing. So when I went off on my own, I started coaching on the side in 2017. And then I went full-time on my own coaching in 20, very end of 2019, beginning of 2020. (laughs) So interesting timing. Yeah. Um, But it was all like, because I had grown the blog to a certain point, a lot of my clients were female entrepreneurs and I did not believe that mindset was a thing. And this is just like, of course, mindset is like the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the transformation that I experienced. But in, it was the the end of 2019 was the first time I realized that mindset wasn't baloney. That, and it just, I was in a program that really, really impacted me in, some, in many ways for the better and some for the worse. Um, and then I started seeing that pattern with clients. So then I started helping It's like super grounded blogging, marketing, consulting, and then like mindset. And a lot of my testimonials started mentioning mindset. In fact, I think most of them at that time were mentioning mindset and, and, or traffic, like, because at that time, Pinterest was kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I kind of kept just to keep like the intro short over the next few years, I kept hitting these invisible walls and I saw my clients hitting these walls too. It's like mindset worked. And then I would still kind of get into this cycle of what I call my anxiety cyclone of like self-doubt, extreme panic, not having any fun. And then I would have like a glimmer that would help me kind of get through a season. And that would happen several times before you and I found each other in 2022. And we started working together in June of 2022. And that was like the huge missing piece for me was feminine energy and self leadership just to kind of sum up the last year yeah. Uh, but yeah there's so much more we can say about all of that but that's kind of how it starts yeah and I like as you're talking I'm getting a download of like you are a very hard worker like you're very disciplined and you apply yourself you take work very seriously and you take your clients very seriously but as you're speaking I was like she went from being a hard worker to a hard feeler <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And I think I've always had big feelings, but I just never felt them before. I think my feelings have always been big and powerful. And that's part of where some of my trauma comes from was like emotional neglect, not just from childhood, but also the world and stuffing down what was such a huge, important part of who I am and my personality was like my feelings. Yeah. And your uh, creativity and your artistry. And that I think now is taking a little bit more of the front seat and things are shifting. And so offering things like, you know, mindset and things that still are very important and very necessary. And even when we look at the world, like the masculine energy went first, it led. And now we're coming in with the feminine and saying, Hey, to be complete, to be whole, to be enlightened and integrated in a healthy way, we need, we need to embody both. And so knowing that you have mastered the masculine and then watching the transitions happening for you with the feminine. And, you know, when I talk about this with people, the the first question, and I think we talked about it too, is like, how the how, like, well, what do I do? How? And so without me explaining that, like how working together, when we talk about feminine energetics, like where were some pivotal points where you're like, it clicked then, or the transmission happened in this way? Yeah. I would say the, the click took, a while. 
Like, it, and so what happened was like, I had hit this wall and I hit this bottom, both emotionally and financially, where it was like, I could not masculine my way into a solution anymore. And if I could have, I probably would have. Like if I like literally got to the point where like truly think quote unquote things were not working. And I was like, there's this, I have tried all the things. I don't think anybody in the world could teach me something new about marketing. Like this is not the solution. There's something else happening here. And so the first call that I had with you was a clarity reading and which like blew my mind. Like the things that you told me (laughs) in that session blew my mind. You were like, I just remember some of the first things you said were like, you kind of gave this rundown of like, and it was like four things where I was like, oh my God. And two of them that I, I don't remember all of them. I still have the recording though, but two of them were like that I had an ancestor that was watching out for me. And then I am not my sister, which I'm an identical twin for listeners. That's like huge complex part of my personality and childhood stuff too. But what started happening before anything clicked was I started to get these like glimmers. And I remember for months, and this was true in December, before we started working together, I started uh, a somatic coaching certification, or maybe it was February of that year. And with somatic work, I was like, I trust this process. I trust the energetics, even though right now it feels like bullshit. That was literally my mantra. <laughs> my mantra was like, this feels like bullshit, but I feel like it's going to work. <laughs> I don't have other options. And that's how I felt when I was working with you. A lot of the time, I just, I trusted you so implicitly. Like I trusted you. I don't know why, but I, everything you, you have ever said to me, everything you said to me, I just trusted it. And I was like, man, this feels like bullshit, but I just know this is the way, like my intuition was like, this is the way. And that doesn't mean like the things you were telling me, like your intuitive hits didn't feel like bullshit. Feminine energy felt like bullshit. Yes, I understand. And I think it's hilarious. And, and feminine energy does feel like bullshit. Like I've never yeah. been that way, but I agree. I fully yeah. agree. I just, and that was like my mantra was like, this feels like bullshit, but I feel like this is the right answer. And then it wasn't until it felt like ages, but it was really just a couple of months where I... July historically is my slowest sales month and I've been working with you and I'm like, I need money from somewhere, but energetically, like it's, I know it's a low season for me anyway. I didn't have the energy to like, that point is kind of burned out and now recovering from trauma from my business. So I couldn't just like come up with this amazing sales plan and like the universe just showed up for me in such a big way where like I got an unexpected check for over $8,000. I got another gift for $2,000. I got, and then I was gifted the $5,500 retreat from someone who couldn't go to your retreat. So it was like all of these, like the gift is one thing, but then having like the objective financial abundance that had nothing to do with work was like the first time I was like, Oh, this will work. Yeah. And that was big proof. But even before then I started finding pennies and nickels and dimes on the ground, like all the time, my husband and I are cyclists. And even before I got like an unexpected $8,000 check, I was like feeling gratitude for the pennies and nickels and dimes on the ground. And I really feel like that was like the on-ramp to finally that click of like, that's where it comes from. It's like that feeling even when it's not here yet or even redefining like what even wanted, but yeah. Yeah, I I like want to add to that too, because I, you know, I let spirit guide me a lot and um, Allison, I have actually even hired to help me with 
some of the masculine stuff because I am like, I don't know how to do that. It stresses me out. Help me here. And you're one of the first person people that told me like, you need to raise your prices. You know, like you've helped me too on the other side of things. But when it comes to money to me, it's just energy. And so the, what I'm about to tell you about Allison was spirit using me um, money's involved, but using me to help teach a very valuable lesson. And so one of those things um, was I had somebody sign up for my retreat um, in 2022. And she actually, I'm just going to give her a shout out because she's a fabulous person. She lives in Northern Colorado. Her name is Steph Arian and she's a realtor and she's just a magical, magical person. And she, something came up with her family and she said, you know what? I, she paid full price to come to the retreats. She said, I just feel in my heart that I, this is supposed to be for somebody else. Do you know anyone that really wants to go that can't afford it? Or I shouldn't say that word. I don't really like that word can't afford, but that it's not, um, it's, you know, it's not feasible or whatever she said. And I immediately thought about Allison because I knew it was on her radar. I knew she was trying to manifest in the one big block that I noticed with Allison is the one very important ingredient of feminine energetics. And that's the ability to receive. Mm. And so I said, yes, I do. And I, I called Allison and she was like, Oh, I don't know. And I was like, what? <laughs> and so then I was like, okay. And then it took a day and I still hadn't heard from her. And I finally was like, you know, um, if you could let me know within the next 24 hours, because I knew that she was getting in her head about it and that she was like, oh my gosh, do I deserve this? Am I worthy? Does somebody else that needs it more? Da, 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 da. And so I knew I needed to put a cap, a timeline on it. And this is spirit guiding me, knowing that my intention is to serve Allison the best that I possibly can for her own growth. Um, and lo and behold, she accepted it and it was a beautiful transmission for her to receive. And then another thing, um, that, cause I don't want to take away from your story about that experience, but the pajamas that we're wearing right now, these are like a very, like, you know, I'll just tell you there, I think they're like four or $500 pajamas. I don't know why, but I knew that one of Allison's goals was to be, get like rich aunt vibes as she likes yeah. to say. And so I bought these pajamas because I've always just wanted like really ridiculous pajamas. It was around Christmas and we had been working together for a while. And I just was so proud of the like huge stride. She was taking transformation all the work. I was like, I'm going to gift her these as a Christmas present because she was at that time, you know, one of my longer clients in the um, mentorship container. And again, I think you freaked out and didn't know how to receive it. And then we talked about it. And I think now that block is much more gone, maybe not all the way gone, but like, I'd love you to add to that because that is one of the biggest things is we masculine wants to produce and give, but the receiving, if that's not coming in, that's a block. Yeah. And what's interesting about that, I think that is it. I loved having this conversation with you because I feel like it's been lifetimes within the last year and there's so many little pieces probably about the ways you've helped me that you forgot. And then the things that I've been through that I forgot that you mm -hmm. remember, but when you describe, so like, I, this is where uh, the masculine almost like, I feel like tricks us or, or our mindset tricks us is when you asked, when you offered the retreat to me, like, it wasn't like, Oh, I'm not worthy of this. It was a feeling of like constriction in my body. Mm. And I associate that feeling with certain ideas of like, this isn't right for me or it's not the right time or feeling like it's wrong. It wasn't. So it's like, it's so subtle. The idea 
like the feelings of worthiness or lack of worthiness or receiving and not being able to receive. It's not like, I don't feel worthy of receiving. It's like, this feels wrong. Mm-hmm. And I remember throughout this process, like, because there was multiple times where Jenny and I had tried to work out a way for me to go to the retreat, like a payment plan or a discount. I was like, with, with where I am right now, I just like, it's not the thing I can do and, or want to do. And I t- would have these conversations with my husband, who's a huge influence too. And like, can we do this? Can we not? And so when it was like, all we have to do is pay for the plane ticket. And I still was like, I don't know. My husband is like, I feel like it's kind of a no brainer. (laughs) And for him to say that was like, okay, this is me. This is me getting in my head. And same thing with pajamas though. When I think about it somatically, it was like different. So when you offered the retreat, it was like, that's a hell no. Like it felt like a hell no in my body. Whereas the pajamas were more neutral. It was more like, instead of feeling excited and worthy, which hopefully I would feel now. Yeah. It wasn't also like a huge constriction. It was just like, Hmm. Yeah. And that was six months after work. That was six months yeah. after the retreat. And then, so, okay. So the body, this is all somatics talk, you guys. So her body associated this amount of gift as not being safe. That's why the body constricted. So as you made the decision, you took the risk, you pushed through and you, went to the retreat how was the retreat and how was the experience like on the other side of that yeah it felt like relief like it felt I mean I was excited and emotional and thrilled like once I was finally in the mindset of like I'm going and it's wonderful and it was like I really needed that experience because I've been on a lot of different kinds of retreats and this one almost felt I feel like in a lot of retreats I've been to I have this mindset of it's going to be big. I'm going to make this huge thing happen where I almost felt like the retreat that I went on with Jouvois was more like rest for my soul. Like there was a lot of people at the retreat who had a lot of big emotional things happening. And I was kind of, I mean, I did have powerful moments, but it just felt really chill to me. Like I felt like I needed that experience as a part of my healing. And then I feel like that's kind of like the settling. There's this, peace that feels like settling when something feels aligned for me. And like once I got to the retreat and after the retreat, I kind of felt like this settling. I hear that it was like you came home to yourself. Yeah. I came home to myself. Yeah. To, to myself. And there was like a new kind of connection that I was open to, I think too. Yeah. How beautiful. Um, I do have to say too, there was a meditation that got brought through just specifically for you when you were going through some stuff and, you know, I just channeled it and we both were very much moved by it, but it involved the color green. And that was like four months, I think after I gifted you these green pajamas and now I'm looking at you and there's a green plants behind you. You're in green pajamas. It looks like there's like a slightly gray green wall. You drew two green Oracle cards today before our podcast. And so like green is the heart chakra and that's what it was all about is this heart chakra opening and that the heart heals all and the heart is what connects the masculine and the feminine together. And so even like saying that I'm like so excited because it's like, look at all the green around you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think my ability to receive has really helped me be more willing to give. Um, and then my ability to give has helped me to receive more often, more easily, even be more open to how I make money and the way that I do things. Um, I, it was really hard for me to feel into support 
before like I don't know what before is but certainly before April or June of 2022 it was really hard for me to feel supported I often felt like alone or isolated and when I finally allowed myself to feel support and then support others I just feel so much uh, more at ease like and taken care of by the world yeah Um, you know, there's been just a lot of like very unique things that have come through from source or spirit, um, for Allison. And I don't think she'll mind me sharing this, but, um, there's a lot of talk in the spiritual world about aliens. And so it's not like the alien that we, you think that we see, but there definitely is like more life out there. And when we talk about like an alien or alien energy, it means that you've had experience on another planet. And so you're meant to come with like new transmissions to help consciousness raise. And I felt this several times with Allison. And so the reason why she has struggled to fit in or to be included is because she was trying to be maybe more like them or more human, not saying she's an alien, but I do feel like there's this like absolutely unique creative ability that she's meant to lead and bless us all with this certain knowledge, a certain energy transmission. And, um, and I said, I, okay, how did I put it? Because I don't want to mess it up. But I, I said, do you remember seeing the movie E.T.? And when E.T. is in the closet and they open it and E.T. is all dressed up in all the like the grandma clothes or whatever. And I'm like, what's more weird? E.T. just being an alien or E.T. trying to look human? And she was like, oh, my gosh, I've never like felt more seen in my life. I said that's one of the most kindergarten medium teacher things you've ever said. (laughs) And I'm like, I just it just flew out of my mouth. But that's the thing is like we have to realize like we are all so unique. And if we we are leaning away from our feminine energetics we are denying the world of what we really are and what we can bring forth. And we're always going to feel alone and sad and not included. And it's because we're trying to be, we're fake. We're not being authentic. Yeah. I feel like disembodiment is like one of the main causes of people feeling poor or not abundant or because part of what's helped me truly to manifest and feel confident about it more consistently was detaching from what, success looked like and a lot of what I've had to heal from is like exactly what you're saying where I was comparing myself to other people and I was trying to fit in these boxes I was trying to be like so many different people in my life and realizing who I am and what I wanted and like the rich aunt vibes thing like I think you were the one who said that first oh no this is funny my nephew eight years old at Thanksgiving was sitting across the table from me and I was wearing a a the black dress that you gave us at the retreat, Jenny, okay. and, and a gold necklace. And he said, he looks at me and he's like staring at me. And he said, you know, it's really easy to notice you. I was like, what do you, what do you mean? And he's like, because you look like a rich person. And I said, that is the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> and so that's where the rich on vibes thing came from was like, I, like, I, I love that for me. That feels like when I think about me being a millionaire or whatever these arbitrary goals are that I have, they feel like it's hard to connect to. But when I think about when I started to think about rich on vibes was like, I feel like I can embody rich on vibes, like the weirdo who just like shows up sometime and she probably has a drink in her hand. And yeah. that's something I connect with that helped me connect with my worthiness. But all that to say, I feel like part of why manifesting was hard for me to be- before was because I was thinking that it had to look this way or that way mm-hmm. and finding the change on the ground and feeling abundant because of that was like these little glimmers of, my goals don't have to look like anybody else's and 
and then just saying, okay, maybe I'll get to hundred K months or whatever those, those goals are that are fed to us. I feel like in the online education space, but also it feels really abundant just to have like more than I need. Yeah. Or to have pajamas given to me. I want to cheers you to that. I want to cheers to the rich and vibes because you uh, have it today. So cheers to you. I love it so much. Mm. Um, I also want to just mention, so Allison and I both are in a program by Melanie and Layer called Currency. And it was a, not free, um, invisible offer that she did last year. And if you, if you follow her and you know her invisible offers, they start very low. And I think that this one started at $111, if I remember correctly. And um, that's what I bought it. Now it's 1111 And I do have to say this program is worth $1,111 and it will probably increase. Um, but it's really, really rocking my mind. But one of the things she discusses is value. And I think the thing that Allison and I have in common is we value very nice things, but we also value the little feather we find on the sidewalk. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's like there's moments of magic that are equally valuable. Like I even walking in here, knowing that my body of work consists of getting in fancy pajamas with red lipstick, <laughs> doing a podcast, podcast interview with somebody that I adore drinking champagne in the middle of the day. Like I value that very much. And I want to continue doing this body of work because I get to do certain things like this and, you know, also pour into my clients and help in a, in a, a profound, healthy way. Like this is, this is the play side of it, but I'm realizing like, I will always pour my energy into the things I value because then I will attract people that value the same. And saying that, that was what I saw was missing when we first started talking. And now that you're doing that, I'm seeing your audience shift. Mm-hmm. And that's why this is such the perfect time to talk about your body of work, because it may have started to help entrepreneurs and, um, you know, making more money and strategizing and doing the blogs. And now it's like going deeper in why do we have a wealth wound and your newest program, the holistic art of attraction, like it's, amazing. And I would, I just would love for you to talk about that because everyone seems to have this common thread of a wealth wound in one way or another. Yeah. We're so disconnected from, I was so disconnected from myself and I love that you mentioned like the valuing of the feather on the ground. And cause that's like a new, a newer level of embodiment for me and newer coming home to myself. I, when I was little, I can remember having these little adventures when I was five, six, seven years old or, and creating different things outside and really appreciating that. And at some point I lost that or became afraid of that or, and recently really just in the past few months, I just reconnected with that. I was on a walk one day and I just started picking up flowers and pine cones. And I have this like big glass flower vase that I'm just collecting these little objects in. And I forgot how important that is um, just connecting with nature, like for the purpose of creative intuition, coming home to yourself, abundance, all these little simple things I just forgot about. And I think part of why we've been working together for so long, and I don't currently see an end in sight is because you embody so many of these things easily. And that's kind of why part of why I wanted to create this program is because, I saw people manifesting and I'm like, I want to create 
So part of this program, it's a very feminine program, but there's also a lot of masculine in it because I'm like, how do I, what was the roadmap to get me from where I was to where I am? Part of it is like, I don't want to forget how I got here. Like, what was that moment where the first part of the feminine energetics clicked for me? What happened to help me trust it? Feminine energy is really scary. Oh yeah. It's really because it's like you're jumping off the cliff without knowing what's on the other side continuously over and over again and it gets it gets more fun right like it's definitely easier now to lean into the feminine energy because I have more evidence now and I probably had evidence before that I just wasn't aware of I never paid attention to but now I'm consciously collecting the evidence I'm consciously collecting the change on the ground the gifted retreat the check in the mail or recently, like I wanted to, like I started creating this program and I didn't save any money for my taxes last year because I'm a bad adult entrepreneur. So I'm like, well, that's coming up. Like we always file late. So that's coming up in like a month. And I had to make a certain amount in a certain period of time. Started launching this program. Haven't hardly had anybody buy it. Got the entirety of the tax bill in one payment from something else. And that's like one big piece of evidence of like, if I just make the intention and then follow what feels really fun, which is launching a program, then even though that program didn't pay for it, this other thing did. And of course I got a bunch of sales yesterday. I have no idea why, <laughs> but now it's all just abundance because I manifested the tax bill already. Absolutely. And I think the energy is starting to move again. Like I, I've been saying this for a while, like this summer has been very hard and this summer has focused on the Venus retrograde. And so it's all been about relationships, relationships with yourself, um, you know, our money wounds. And so I think that there's been a lot of kind of deep work or undercurrents or things happening to make you look in the mirror. And now we're going to start feeling that relief. And Mm. I even said last week, um, I was like, okay, I'm ready to do um, clients again. And I, I talk to Spirit all the time about my business. Like I very rarely take action on the back end of the website um, as Allison knows, but I said, okay, I'm ready for new clients. And I got 10 new clients last week, 10. That is a lot in one week to have people book. Like I was like, who are these people? Like, where are they coming from? And so, and it feels amazing. And it's, it's what I, what I think too is, um, again, I'm going to kind of quote, or at least take some words that Melanie and Layer uses a lot, but transmission and strategy. And the way she talks about it is transmission really truly is more feminine energetics and strategy is more masculine. And when I think of that and I really sit and contemplate, I respond to transmission. I don't mm. respond to strategy because I like to, I have a three in my human design. I am, I need to live through experience. So you cannot teach me strategy. I am I have ADD and I am freaking thinking about what shoes I want to buy next. I need to discover my own strategy. But that's not how everyone works and the beauty of like somebody that has embodied both, that is a powerful coach. That is a powerful mentor is when they know both and they can speak to the energy of the audience. And right now with this holistic art of attraction, you're doing both. And so you're going to give the transmission and that's the feeling. That's the essence. That's the inspiration. That's the stories. That's, that's like when you know 
when you've been told about love and you see, you know, you hear about love and you hear about all the things about love and then you hear one song on the radio or a breakup and you hear one song on the radio and that song speaks to your soul and you're like, you have it on repeat for the next two weeks because nobody has ever understood you more than this songwriter. And I, I'm saying this because Allison also is a songwriter and she just is magical when she sings, but that's how it is. That's a transmission. They're not telling you anything except I see you and I hear you. And then you have to decide, well, what are you going to do about it? And that's when the strategy comes in. And so if we could, we could really teach people how to channel their own wisdom and, and access their own strategy, that's what will make them successful. But the how-to, you could freaking, there's so many, there's millions of how-tos. You can, you can literally read how-tos to the cows come home and you might not be as successful as the person telling you because you lacked the transmission of gaining the wisdom through your own self on the strategy. Mm, yeah. Or it wasn't aligned for you. It's like, yeah. now that's part of like a holistic approach to manifesting is you have this goal, but is that your goal or was it your coach's goal or your husband's goal? Yep. Or, and so for me, like in the holistic art of attraction, what I think is the roadmap to how I got from there to here, which is like, I feel like I'm still like in the middle of the air. Like I haven't landed on the ground yet. I'm still learning. And like, I certainly haven't like mastered probably anything, but for me, like the mindset in 2019 was the first piece. And then the action was the part that came easily for me that comes hard for a lot of my clients. It's like, what, what should I do? And I have a lot of intuition around like what an aligned action is. And then for me, the next step, huge blocker for me was the somatic work mm. not just somatic healing and healing my nervous system but having more nervous system flexibility and this is true for like I love the your reel that you posted today that's August 30th when we're recording this um because women are like I know some people like to talk about some of us are highly sensitive and some of us are not but overall women are pretty much all highly sensitive or certainly more sensitive than men and if we don't know how to, if we haven't mastered having a flexible nervous system, we can be really subject to our emotions. And when you're really subject to your emotions, like I was, I could flip into the anxiety cyclone so easily and could not get out. I mean, I, I could feel debilitated for week or, weeks or months because of my anxiety. And so my inability to emotionally regulate and calm my nervous system resulted in not being able to curate my reality intentionally, but more specifically manifesting a lot of really painful things. And so like my ability to work with my emotions, which started with the somatic work in the body was like key to me finding then the energetics. Cause I couldn't lean into the feminine and trust the feminine until I could calm the fuck down. Yeah. Yeah, of course. If, if you feel like you are in protection mode or survival there's you're not going to be able to see clearly yeah i'm excited i i really am going to i'm going to get off here and i'm going to sign up i want to be part of this journey i want to be part of this class i do and i already like went to do it and then i was going to just like surprise you because i knew you'd freak out and be getting boxer and be like oh my gosh but i am because I feel like your like the way that you teach it is going to click for me. Like it's just, I just am excited for this whole journey. I think this is going to end up being a very big program um, because of all of the things you've experienced. 
I mean, you're pouring everything into it. It's so cool. I'm, I'm excited about it. And I feel, I feel detached in, in for the success of it, which I think is like, it's, it's aligned. Like, yes. I don't mean to say like, I don't care about it, but I was launching it for two weeks or more. And I'd only had one sale and there's a mentorship version and a course version. I'd only had one sale and I'm still sending messages out and it's not getting a lot of traction, but I'm like, I don't even care. I'm having so much fun creating this. Like, I, I feel like this is a documenting my experience and the roadmap as I currently understand it. And I also feel like this could be a program that evolves a lot Yeah. Um, as I keep learning and growing, but yeah, I mean, I would be honored if you bought it and I'm going to. I'm going to I do that. Um, so what's funny is I feel like that about, so I just made the call to cancel my October retreat. And what is so interesting is next June, I'm doing uh Jacree 2.0 and it's half booked and it's half booked because half the people that came to Jacree this year bought in again. So there, I haven't even launched it yet. So before launch, it's half booked, but for some reason, the Jouvois, um, it was focused on sacred rage and it was a smaller container and a higher price point, but the, the movement just wasn't happening. And I am a hundred percent that it is not because of the retreat. And I am still doing that retreat. It just will be next year. Um, because I am so on board with sacred rage and every, all the content of Jouvois 2.0 is like, Oh, it is happening and I am not attached to if anyone comes now because I know that this will be a body of work that I will be proud of. Um, so I just had to surrender the timeline. And that that's what is so different about um, being able to do work and surrender the timeline is when you know it's in alignment or not in alignment. Because when, when there's that urgency, there tr- truly isn't in alignment because you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You, you said that to me and I say it all the time to myself where there's urgency, there is an alignment and that detachment from the timeline early on in my journey, I was in, I was had my back against the wall to a degree financially. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to get out of that urgency when you, and so I took a lot of trust and feminine energy and I'm so grateful that you were there for me. <laughs> like, so I could calm down because I, it's hard to not feel that urgency when you have like this practical level of urgency. But now that I'm like, things have shifted so much, man, it's such a relief to just not care about the timeline. Yeah. Oh man. And just expands things so much. Uh, Melanie and Lair also the first invisible offer I bought was about cash, the cash program. And you took that too last year. I don't remember. I think I might, I don't know. I can't recall. I think I was caught up in another program. So I might have it. And not you were also in the coach program, I think. But yes, I was in, that's what it was. And that was, that was a huge body of work. Yeah, that program. Oh yeah, you told me some really powerful things about that one too. But in the cash program, the first thing she talks about is context. And a lot of us say like, I'm going to go to a bar tonight and meet my husband or my ex-boyfriend. Mm. And, or I'm going to have a $10,000 launch in September. And when we have, I mean, there are people who are specific manifestors and whatever feels exciting for you, lean into that. And sometimes when we have too small of a context, we cut off all of these other possibilities of how the universe can work. And so I know I'm going to do a sacred rage retreat and I'd like to do it in October. Like who cares if it's this October, it could be next October. Yeah. <laughs> and just It gave me so much relief in my body to just start releasing the timelines. Um, it reminds me of like how um, I say the best or better. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it is, it's like, I will think of the best, but I also have to have some room that the universe might know better than me. And I actually now put more of my money on that because they continue to show me that there is far more in alignment for me than I even have the capacity to understand. Yeah. Looking for the advantage. So the best or better, like the way a reframe I heard recently that's been so helpful is whatever happens that's against my expectations, what is the advantage? My husband and I get stopped at a train and we have to be somewhere by a certain time. And then we have this really amazing conversation. And I'm like, oh, we wouldn't have that conversation. It wasn't for the train. And then practicing that over and over again. Yeah. That's the hardest thing is there isn't that immediate. It's it's just such a slow trickle. Like it's a small drip when you start working with feminine energetics. And I really think because it is so powerful, like I think that if we... If we were, this is like my Pisces moon in full freaking like full form right now. I'm like, if we were all sorcerers, which I believe that we sort of are, but if we were and our feminine energetics was this like serum of power, there would be no beneficial reason to give it to us all at once. We have to have a small drip at a time to see if we can handle how much we can actually do, how much we are actually capable of. And if we continue to lean in and we continue to appreciate it and we continue to know that like anything, truly anything is possible, then we will continue to live in a life where we get to either show others or maybe it's meant, you know, we live an individual secret life. Who knows? Um, I do believe that I'm meant to show others and like crazy shit always happens to me like hummingbirds and like rainbows over my house. And like, it's like, but I love it. And I keep affirming like, yes, let's show the world or let's show women in the world how magical this place is. Yeah. And I think that trickle of the feminine energy, I think our souls want that for a personal development. It's like, we didn't come here. I guess some of us came here for things to be easy, but everyone has their own struggles. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, my soul definitely is like learning the lessons that is here to learn and accepting that makes things feel easier too. Like we wanted this body, we wanted this journey. I'm not a guppy swimming around in an ocean where God is just like swaying me out. Like I, we chose this and we're here to learn and it's happening. Yeah. It's happening every moment. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, okay. Well, I think that I would just love for you to just like talk just a little bit more what else you do and offer, because I think people are probably pretty curious. Um, I, now that they feel your heart and like, just can feel the truth in your voice as you speak. I'd love for you to say that if that's okay. Yeah. Um, I have a page that is allisonreeves.co slash everything. And it just has everything on it. (laughs) So because I sell a bunch of things and I have a bunch of things for free and it can be very confusing. So I have like the very masculine blogger coach side of my background. And then I have the more, like a lot of it is newer mindset, energetics. The only energetic program I have is called Pursuit of Play, which is the first program I created while you and I were working together. And people bought it. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe, <laughs> can't believe it's working. It's, um, but yeah, so I have, um, I've been a blogger since 2011. So I have a really strong like content monetization background. I was in corporate companies for multi-million dollar companies for a long time. So I have a very strong 
background of the masculine. Um, and then you'll find all the programs that have to do with mindset and energetics. So I do business mentoring and implementation and I'm just starting now to get into like all of my business coaching clients. We always talk about mindset. It's not why they buy, but it's something that we do. I just introduced in this mentorship, like pure, like if you're not just in it for business, like we can still work together on the somatics and energetics and manifesting. Um, but yeah, mostly what I do is business consulting and then I sneak the mindset in there. Like I have a client who, um, definitely hired me for more of the business stuff. And we've been talking about like healing resentments because she is very wealthy and tends to overgive to her family. And also like working on worthiness. She went from working 80 hours a week to working 30 hours a week. And like those things, even for people who hire me for the practical, they always sneak in. Yeah. So that's your question. Hopefully that's absolutely. Enough. It does. You know, I, I want to just maybe talk a little bit um, to the, oh, so I didn't have any experience with any type of coach. Actually, I had a feeling where I was like a judgmental to the coaching world. And, you know, I think that there's maybe a lot of people out there that, um, you know, we've all seen. There's even a meme that's like um, something about like a 25. I want the confidence of a 25 year old life coach or something. <laughs> like There's all these um, people that are like, I'm going to be a coach or you know, I've seen people that have had a lot of failed whatever and then they're all of a sudden a life coach and you're just like I can't connect the dots you know and so the coaching industry definitely it's not monitored or regulated I guess um and it gets a bad rap and so my first experience of like any of this realm was going to Belize wow and and what's funny is you said that you've worked with coaches of I want to say all calibers but really just all financial realms um, and so I, could you maybe just talk to that of like, why is a coach even valuable? Like why would somebody go to a coach over a therapist and maybe what are some red flags to be aware of? Because that is really scary when you start saying like, I think I want to coach and you dip into the Instagram world. It's kind of treacherous. Yeah. Yeah. So I think part of why, I used to operate in a very masculine way when it comes to sales. Like you get on the call, it's a high pressure situation. You got to make a decision fast. That was the way that I was taught. And that is so out of alignment for me today because what, when I'm looking for a coach now, I'm looking for someone who it feels aligned. They embody something that I want. And this is something I did not do before meeting you that you taught me is like really feeling into, is this person going to help me lead myself? Is this an energetic match? Is this going to make me feel more connected? And I think that's one reason why we've worked together so long is because when you're evolving and I'm evolving, but also it's not, it's not like I'm hiring you learning what's in your brain and moving on, which is what I used to do. It's like, I'm hiring you to help me come more and more home to myself. And then you have, you've given me so much wisdom, but since working with you, like a few months before we started working together, I launched a longer term mastermind. And I don't think it's a coincidence that at the same time, I've been working with you for over a year. I've had my first clients ever that have also stuck with me that long and longer. Wow. I used to have people just work with me and then move on. And that was like kind of what that container was. Whereas now I have people who are sticking around 
And I think part of that too, part of what I want out of a coaching container is, and actually I'll, let me reframe this a different way. When you are looking for a coaching container, you have to decide like what type of goal and experience you want. Do you want a goal and experience where you're going to get in, implement, maybe make a bunch of money, but take a bunch of action and then it's over? Or do you want an experience that will help you lead yourself, give you a runway, give you accountability? That's what feels good to my nervous system now. And I'm not hiring business coaches. And I, right now I might hire someone in the future, but right now I'm kind of like, okay, I already know it all. <laughs> you do I have, know a lot. You do I have, know um, I have a, a spiritual mentor, which is you. And I call you my coach. I tell people you're my coach. And then I have a somatic coach, which is like very different experience, but aligned, always aligned synchronicities and lessons. So like when hiring a coach, the way that I hire coaches now is I have to take time and feel into it, but I'm hiring for like what feels good to my nervous system and what's aligned with the current goal. Like the last true like business coach I hired was at the end of last year and it was very masculine. It was very much kind of that like expensive rushed experience, but I kind of knew that was like my last hurrah and I didn't want to create my mastermind in a vacuum. Like I wanted something because I know it's going to be around for a long time but those are some questions like what kind of experience are you looking for does that person embody what you want and then take your time if somebody rushes into a decision yeah that's you know that's why I think I like leaning on Melanie and Lair's work because it is at every price point and it's on your terms and so when it comes to like if you just want to take a couple courses like what type of learner are you um and like, you know, I love working with you in the way that we work together because I think that something's going to take five hours and you literally do it in 20 minutes. And I'm like, how did you do that? Like, what, what is going on? So it's like magical on the website stuff. You mean? Yes. Like I just surrender in the masculine. Like I can't even believe you did all that you did. Like, it's just insane. And so that, and that's why I told you, I was like, I can't afford like a thousand dollars a month. And you're like, what? Like, what, what do you think this is? You think this is going to be a full-time job for me? It's just our brains don't work in all the ways we have to like lean on, you know? And so if you're heavy in your masculine, you might want to work with somebody in the energetics. If you're heavy on your feminine, you might want to, you know, work with somebody that can help you in the masculine because it's easy for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just real quick, cause I, I would love to know your opinion. What do you think the difference is between like having like a therapist or a counselor or something versus a coach? or a mentor? Like what's the main difference with, cause you just had, you've been in this industry for a long time. Yeah. And I've also had a therapist for a long time. <laughs> I mean, I had one a lot in my twenties and my husband and I have been working with one for a while. I feel like a therapist to me is very much like, um, to me, it feels very much like past, like the working on the foundation of your past. And when there's something more medical involved, like if you have bipolar disorder, for example, I would say you need a foundation of working with a traditional therapist before working with a coach who doesn't have all the context that I need. That said, I choose to invest, like I'm with the counselor who's amazing because it's aligned for my husband and I, but on a personal level, any area where I want personal development, I would hire a coach because I like the experience of having somebody walk with me Mm. and be a part of that journey. And that's what coaching feels like to me as a client is like, I want to message in between calls 
And I want someone who's been on this journey. I want someone who's open to self-disclosure. I want community and energy. And that's what's different for me in the coaching is like walking with, Mm -hmm. as opposed to like really just kind of dealing with the past. Like therapy to me feels like a check mark. Like, okay, we did it. And then (laughs) coaching to me, feels like the way forward. The journey, yeah. As you're speaking, what I realized um, for myself too is that it really has helped me raise my standards on who I spend my time with in my personal life. So I used to give my time out very freely seeking probably connection, but in this container, whether you're the mentor, the coach, or you're the client, because what you realize is, well, what I've realized and the way I look at it is that we're equal. And so when I sit down with you, I don't think that this is like a hierarchy. I think our energies are going to merge together and we're going to feel something together and we're going to bring through wisdom and healing together. And so there's been many times that, you know, then I you know leaned on you because you had something to offer me and there's time, you know, it's a give and take, but, um, I realized my, my soul needs to be around people that come to the table. I Mm -hmm. need to be around people that want to do the work and maybe not always the heavy work. Like I'm not saying to be my friend, you have to always want to be talking about serious things. Although when I look at my, the way I spend my time, I usually do like, I know how to have fun, but in that fun, I can't be surface. Like I, it's always on a deeper level. And so that's why I think that this, this body of work kind of keeps you in it is because you realize, wow, there's a community of people out there that are taking this human experience very seriously and saying, I don't want to waste time. And so I'm ready to look into the wounds wherever I'm limited. I think what you just said is so important for people to understand about coaching in that a trauma-informed approach to coaching is not a hierarchy. It's somebody helping you lead yourself. It's not like overlording accountability on you. Like the way that you just described that and how we like, I mean, I've hired you as my coach and we also have this like circulation of energy. I feel like that is really important for a healthy coaching relationship when you're looking for someone. It's like, is this person going to help me lead myself? Are we going to collaborate or is it going to be a hierarchy of I don't know. That was an unhealthy dynamic. And some of the containers I've been in was like, yeah, I'm always right. You were always wrong. Do the thing. Yeah. I had um, our photographer, Micah, at, who I think you, yeah, you met Micah in Belize. Um, so he came and photographed Jacri and he pulled me aside on like day two. And he's like, I just want to compliment you for not having a God complex. And I was mm. like, what's that? I am a goddess. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what that meant and he had explained it to me and um it just it, I, it really touched my heart because I guess I don't and I mean if anything I think if I if I do it's that I'm a goddess and we're all goddesses and we're coming here to do the damn thing but um yeah I guess that can be a dangerous thing in the coaching world is um the hierarchy of it yeah such good conversation. All right. Well, um, I would love, I know that you gave your email or your website, which I think I, I never realized it was, it ended with everything. It was alisreeves.co and then slash everything is where oh, slash everything. I was like, yeah, yeah. You were like, what? That's a weird URL. Alisreeves.co is the website and then slash everything. Like you can just go to alisreeves.co, but that's where I post 
all of my free and paid offers on that, like a library, just so you can see everything. Just in case you guys don't know what I look like, my hair is not blonde, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) I always like, I just hear things in the way that I hear them. Um, Okay. And then I will put all the links, of course, in the show notes. I also am going to put, this is going to launch on Friday. You're listening to it. I'm going to um, put the Holistic Art of Attraction, the link there. And do you mind just sharing for everyone listening? How much is that course? It's currently 99 and there's a couple of options for the mentorship. That price will go up. I don't yeah. have a timeline on it, but it's 99 today. I love it. Okay, amazing. I'm going to sign up after this call, Allison. Cheers one last time. I love you. You're so beautiful. Thank you for being here. I'm so thankful. So thankful for you. I am so thankful for you too, Jenny. I hope you have a beautiful day. Thank you for joining Champagne Channeling. I hope this started off your weekend beautifully. If you would like to learn more about our guest, please visit the show notes for more information. If you would like to support me, you can leave a written review, which helps the podcast grow, or you may toast your host at the link in the show notes for a glass or a bottle of champagne. I love you guys. Thank you for joining. Again, cheers to a beautiful weekend, and I will see you next week.